2: When we talk about the government, the sentiment is often that those that operate said government cannot agree on anything, except for this,
3: apparently. Pulling AM radio from cars does enormous damage, and so I joined together with Ed Markey. It is rare that Ed Markey and I are together on a bill.
2: Should AM radio be mandated in all new American vehicles? Not everybody is a yes on that. This is the Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Growing up in Detroit in the 80s and 90s, in the household that I did, AM 950 was almost always on in the morning while my dad got ready, and usually my parents' cars stayed on the AM dial too. That CBS top of the hour tone, it will forever be ingrained into my brain. But over the last several years, something has started to happen. Carmakers like Tesla and BMW have stopped including AM radios in new cars. That has caught the attention of lawmakers in Washington.
3: That is an enormous problem. Nationwide, there are roughly 4,500 AM radio stations all across the country. About 82 million Americans listen to AM radio every month. Pulling AM radio from cars does enormous damage. And so I joined together with Ed Markey. Ed Markey is a liberal Democrat Senator from Massachusetts. It is rare that Ed Markey and I are together on a bill, but we joined together on a bill to require that car companies continue to provide AM radio in the new cars they're selling.
2: That right there is Texas Senator Ted Cruz, a Republican speaking on Fox News. After all, the federal government funds FEMA, which spends money on the emergency alert system that relies on, you guessed it, AM radio. But it's not just Tesla and BMW. Seven total carmakers have stopped, including AM radio. Even Ford said they would stop. But last month, they reversed course. Here is WWJ AutoBeat reporter Jeff Gilbert. Now, CEO Jim Farley says after speaking with policy leaders about the importance of AM broadcast radio as part of the emergency alert system, Ford has decided to keep it in all 2024 Fords and Lincolns. Other American brands, as well as Japanese and Korean, still have AM radio in their EVs.
1: European brands
2: do not. But not everybody is on board with the Senate bill called the AM for Every Vehicle Act. The Consumer Technology Association is a trade organization that represents about 1,400 tech companies. I spoke to India Herdman. She's on the Federal Affairs team with CTA. She and I spoke just after she left the Senate chambers following a hearing on that AM radio bill. Can you walk me through how you guys got involved in this? But You mentioned you were kind of doing one thing, and this kind of came out of nowhere.
4: Yeah, totally. A few weeks ago, I was totally focused on autonomous vehicles and helping Congress to pass a federal bill for the nationwide deployment of AVs. And then several weeks ago, you know, this AM radio issue popped up out of nowhere in Congress. And now here we are, there's bicameral bipartisan bills in Congress to mandate it in vehicles. We entered the scene because we are historically opposed to technology mandates. We think that in a free market economy, the consumers should decide the features that they desire. And if consumers desire AM radio in their vehicles, you know, automakers will provide that because that's going to enhance their businesses.
2: But why are AM radios being excluded? It turns out it has to do with electric vehicles.
0: The AM radio picks up interference from the electric drivetrain because the electric motor system requires the creation of an electromagnetic field that makes a weird noise. In past electric vehicles, automakers have tackled this problem by basically suppressing the interference. Suppressing the interference involves a few extra pieces of hardware in the electric motor system that slightly reduced the efficiency of the motor system. The figure that I was told was a fraction of a percent, so not even a whole percent. But as automakers are competing in an ever crowded market, they're trying to cut costs wherever they can. The addition of the AM radio and the suppression hardware is a very slight cost difference between 20 and $30 a vehicle that they're trying to cut out as they aim to try and make money on electric
2: vehicles. That right there is the voice of Molly Boygon. She covers tech and innovation for the automotive news. But how did the radio industry allow this to happen? Here is Fred Jacobs, the president
1: of Jacobs Media, a major radio consulting firm right here in Detroit. The relationship between the automotive industry and the radio industry has been kind of like peanut butter and jelly. It pairs well with each other. But the radio industry never really gave a whole lot of thought to how the automakers just automatically put our equipment right in the middle of the dashboard is the only thing. We just took it for granted. And the years go by, there's really no relationship between the two industries And meanwhile, the automotive people in recent years are looking at the dash and looking at these infotainment systems and thinking, hey, you know, we could monetize this stuff. There's ways that we could actually pull some money out of here. Sirius XM pays them, right?
2: The AM radio folks say the radio dial is the easiest way for the government to communicate in times of emergency. But India and the folks at the Consumer Technology Association, they're not so sure. I'm reading this blog post from you guys saying there's a variety of other ways that can be assembled together to make up the difference. You said that when it comes to safety, technology mandates don't work. The AM folks are saying that is what this is. And that seems to be where the disconnect is between the two sides.
4: To be clear, we think that AM radio is a valuable part of the emergency alert system. We are in no way saying that it should go away or that it will go away. I think it's valuable to talk about some of the statistics. Cell phones are owned by 97% of Americans today. You can get unique alerts with tones and vibrations that you can't turn off. We've all gotten an Amber Alert where you're like, what is going on? They're very easy to hear, unlike AM radio stations where you have to be specifically tuned into that station. We found that 78% of U.S. adults report receiving emergency alerts over their cell phones, and only 8% report receiving them through broadcast AM radio stations.
2: I've worked in radio for a decade now, and that's only counting post-college experience. And the whole time, I've been hearing that radio is dying. It's a very common refrain. So I wondered aloud to Fred, our radio expert, if that's part of this conversation. I wonder how much of this is just a commentary on the vitality of radio itself.
1: So I think there is some of that at play. But what's been interesting, there was a Nielsen analysis done. Nielsen generates the ratings for most markets in the country. And they actually published a ranker list of the markets where AM radio is more meaningful in terms of overall listenership and it's fascinating when you look at the list of markets there are big markets and small markets and west coast markets because am radio is more than just one particular product it's sports and in other markets it's gospel religious radio and spanish radio and here in detroit of course all news radio and news talk i think in many ways am radio is more diverse Maybe I'm just
2: sensitive because I'm so used to hearing this radio is dead narrative. For Molly from the Automotive News, this has very little to do with the radio.
0: My takeaway from this situation is really about the broader EV landscape. I think it's very illustrative that the automakers are risking alienating the government and the customers that do listen to AM radio in the service of reducing the complexity and cost as a part of the electric vehicle, and driving ever harder towards greater vehicle efficiency. I think the AM radio itself is almost just a sort of pawn in the larger conversation, which is about how desperate automakers are to reduce costs and compete in such a crowded
2: space. Will the government force car makers to keep AM radios in new vehicles? It sure seems like it. Should they? That is not up to me. But I can tell you this. If you think radio is in need of saving, this bill is not much of a lifesaver. Today's big thanks go out to India Herdman, Molly Boygan, and Fred Jacobs. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? Text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.